Shalom listeners, and welcome to our 10th podcast in the weekly series, Worship Insights Through the Bible. Last week, we had a brief look at the introduction to the sacrificial system in Leviticus, and today we're going to look at Leviticus 1, the very first offering, the burnt offering. Now, what was the purpose of the burnt offering? Well, it was to bring about our reconciliation with God by loving God. It foreshadowed the first step toward renewed contact with God. In the burnt offering, we see Christ not as the sin bearer, but as man in perfection, meeting God in holiness. The side we see of Jesus here is not for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, and the reference here is Second Corinthians 5, verse 21. But rather, Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma, and the reference here is Ephesians 5, verse 2. We are called living and holy sacrifices, Romans 12 verse 1. We have to give our life as a living sacrifice to God. As the burnt offering was completely burnt, so we must give ourselves completely and without reservation to God. As members of God's church, we have to become without blemish, Ephesians 5, 25 to 27. Now let's have a look at the type of sacrifices that were offered for the burnt offering. Well, they had to be a male animal without blemish. That is, it could be a bull, a lamb, a goat, or a dove. And of course, it had to be totally consumed by fire. It also had to be a voluntary sacrifice. Now remember, when we looked at the introduction, I said the first three um, sacrifices were voluntary sacrifices. And so here we see that Jesus himself voluntarily gave his life, just as the person bringing the offering brought that offering voluntarily. Now we have that same choice. God is not going to force you or I to totally commit our lives to him. We have a choice. And we've got to come to that place, that altar of sacrifice in our own lives, where we lay our lives down and say, Lord, your will be done, not mine. Just as Jesus did in that Garden of Gethsemane. The animal sacrifice had to be without blemish. And as we know in 1 Peter 2, verse 21 to 22, we are told that Christ was without blemish. He was without sin. The animal itself was a sweet-smelling aroma. And it pleased God to give his only begotten son to die for us so that man could enter the family of God and become an immortal spirit being. And it pleases God when he sees us respond to Christ's sacrifice. All the animals that could be sacrificed symbolized Christ in some way. So let's have a look at these. You got the first grade offering, which represents service. 
And this consisted of a bull, which is known to be a service animal. This represents Jesus as the one who labored, the one who offered himself in God's service. Then there was the second grade offering, which represents submission. The second grade was a lamb, a passive animal that submits without a murmur. In doing God's absolute will at all times, we see Jesus, the one who did not look for acknowledgement, but who, as meek as a lamb, offered himself in unmurmuring submission. We read in Isaiah 53 verse 7, He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. And then we come to the third grade offering, which represents innocence. The third grade was a turtle dove. In this type, we see yet another view of the offering of Jesus. Here we find a picture of innocence. Hebrews 7 verse 26. For such a high priest was fitting for us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and has become higher than the heavens. Before the burnt offering was sacrificed, it had to be cut into pieces, and that you can read in Leviticus 1 verse 6. The head, the fat, as well as its entrails and the legs, which also had to be washed, they all were to be burnt as well. But why did God insist on prior special treatment and emphasis? The reason is that the different parts of the animal represent something. The head represents our thoughts and intellect. The fat represents a blessed human being. The entrails, and the authorized version calls it the inwards, represents our feelings and motivation. Psalm 64, 6 tells us that both the inward thought and the heart of man are deep. Jeremiah 31 verse 33 says that God will put his law in the inward parts of the people. The legs represent our walk, our way of living. Ephesians 4.1 exhorts us to walk worthy. Ephesians 5.15, walk circumspectly as wise, not fools. And there are many verses that point to the way we should be walking. <clears throat> the legs had to be washed, and the washing of our feelings and our walk represents our cleansing. Ephesians 5.25-26. to 26. The person giving the offering had to lay his hand on the head of the animal, indicating his identification with the sacrifice, and he had to kill it himself. In the burnt offering, we have seen Jesus as our mediator, the perfect one who has offered himself completely in our place to the Father, so that any offering which we might bring will be perfect in God's eyes. Nothing which we bring before the Father is in any way acceptable if it is not presented through our mediator Jesus. See John 14 verse 6. As believers, we should surrender our lives to God. This means that all of us should belong to him. Our lives, our work, our worship, 
Just like Jesus held nothing back, so we must withhold nothing from him. And in the burnt offering, we find the fulfillment of the most important commandment in the word of God, namely, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Matthew 22, verse 37. And so that now brings us to the place to ask ourselves the question, are we truly 100% surrendered to God? Have we died to ourselves? Have we given him everything? Or are there areas in our life that we are keeping for ourselves? Remember that we are created, we were created for God's purposes. God is not here for our purposes. And so we need to get to that place as we come through that gate of salvation. The very first item in that courtyard is the altar of sacrifice. And when we get on that sacrifice, we've got to die once and for all. We cannot keep jumping off the altar. It's get on there, die to our will, die to the flesh, and let us submit ourselves and then walk the plans and the purposes that God has ordained for each and every one of us. God bless you until next week when we will then look at another sacrifice. If you want to know a little bit, go and start reading Leviticus chapter 2. Bless you for now.